Hi, everyone, and welcome to Capella's Industry Insights Podcast. I'm here today with Kevin Gillen, Business Operations and Development at Taylor Bird. Thanks for joining us, Kevin. Um, do, would you mind just taking a second and, and telling us about yourself and, and what you do? Yeah, um, I help to run the business operations team at Taylor Bird. Um, we are a um, almost three-year-old Series A-backed um, software startup. Um, my background's in uh, real estate investment and development um, in the Mid-Atlantic region. Um, primary focus on um, new development projects in uh, the Philadelphia area. Um, when we were getting started, uh, Taylor Bird, um, I was a part of the team who kind of brought that perspective um, to um, the what we were trying to match with um, artificial intelligence, machine learning, um, in order to improve um, value-add renovation project timing, uh, cost-effectiveness, um, and streamlining that entire process. Great. And what is it that, that Taylor Bird does, if you don't mind uh, just sharing a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so the problem we're trying to solve is the time it takes to renovate. Um, we are solely focused on multifamily asset class um, properties. And in our mind, um, in my experience, the process through which renovation happens for those assets is completely linear. Um, investors are starting with their financial models. As soon as you evaluate a property that you think is um, worth pursuing, you're spending, let's say, a week modeling. You're going out to raise money. You then finally get to a point where you are sight walking the project. You're still not necessarily even a finalist to acquire it. Um, and you're putting in as many as 50 to 300 man hours just to get to that point. From there, you're taking it a little bit more seriously, still linear. Um, you incorporate a design package. You work up a scope all of which is consistently getting changed as you get closer and closer to perhaps winning that property. Um, and then you finally start with contractor meetings. You have your scope, you have your budget, um, and all of this going through the point that you're inviting three, four, or five contractors um, to bid on the project is taking as many as 450 man hours in our conservative estimation. Some people do this over the course of three months. In certain cases, it takes six. Um, until you're finally swinging hammers. With Taylor Bird, we want to take that linear process, flip it up. Um, we want to become a one-stop single source of truth. Um, and all we ask for is a property address. With that, um, we're able to help get through all of those processes with one product that allows you to start, um, get towards a construction contract in as little as two to three weeks. Right. Yeah, so I think um, as a general contractor, we face a lot of similar problems, like you said, where those man hours into going into bids and all of that. And we get really frustrated on our end when we have two or three people that we're competing with on a bid and everyone is <laughs> kind of has a different style of bid and we're comparing apples to oranges. So what challenges do property owners face when they're preparing an RFP and trying to get kind of equivalent bids across the board? And I know you've seen a ton of different bids. So do you, do you see anything that 
is a challenge yeah. for these? Well, I, it, that that's a that's the perfect question. That's where we kind of get into the problem we're solving for both the demand and the supply side in terms of this transaction. You have the demand side, owner of the property, the supply side, global construction, who um, is participating in the bid process as a good actor, um, spending weeks of their time, making sure they have all their T's crossed, um, and then submitting with their eyes closed against somebody else who's done the same thing, but taken on a completely different approach. Once you have this property under contract or you already own it and you go out to these three, four or five GCs to bid the job, there's, um, in my mind, uh, behavior that we are hoping to improve for both sides. On the GC, um, on the supply side for the general contractors, you're getting five submissions on five different letterheads. Um, you're relying on everyone's different interpretation of, let's just say, a Microsoft Word document um, that consists of 20 bullet points to read that scope and understand at a detailed level um, what you're hoping to do in terms of the renovation project. Um, and then once that's submitted, you're, you're sending it down the line to your 25-year-old analyst and hoping that in two weeks they can take someone's interpretation of the plumbing scope and match it exactly with four others. Now, someone's overall price is just you know, 150% higher than the next lowest bidder, you can do away with them, but they're still trying to, what we refer to as level these bids um, over the course of days, weeks, that's labor and man hours that could otherwise be spent doing something much more uh, critical to that project. Um, and then on the other owner side, there's action that we see where you're asking a GC to go out, put their best foot forward, submit a bid, um, but really you're just shopping three out of the four guys. You shop participation to drive down costs for your friendly contractor who you like to use on your other projects. You don't really care about the level of detail that was put in, the time that was spent, the resources and man hours that were allocated in order to just get that low number who you're gonna feed back to your buddy and drive down costs. We're not gonna change that behavior. We're aware of that, but what we can do is give contractors the ability to bid significantly faster know that their bid is exact it looks exactly how everyone else's does have confidence that every component of the bid is being captured in their numbers um, and helps shed light um, on their behalf to the ownership groups that may not have otherwise taken them extremely seriously throughout the process yeah, and I think that brings us to another great point is a lot of times it's hard as a general contractor to come up with an accurate bid when we have incomplete plans. So what can we do or what can a property owner do to have a better um, takeoff for all of these general contractors to create uh, an equal bid? Right. So here's what a property owner could do they could task someone uh to spend days weeks walking every floor plan type let's just call it two of every floor plan type um at a uh, respective asset um calculating takeoffs based on their tape measure laser pointer however you want to whatever we're calling it um organize those on a sheet of paper 
share those exactly with the GCs and say, here are your takeoffs that we want you guys to bid off um, based on that. Bid leveling is not a new concept. People can try and do it. People have done it um, for as long as this asset uh, investment approach has been undertaken. Uh, what we do is um, we apply artificial intelligence, machine learning, um, photo vision technology. It's a set, we're not inventing it. We're just kind of reapplying it. It's what a Tesla car uses to see the road. Um, we are able to access public information. Um, let's say there's about 500 million photos, floor plans, uh, property reviews online, <clears throat> Facebook, Venmeo, YouTube, um, an angry, uh, an angry tenant who took a picture of their kitchen with a cockroach in it. Um, we're able to access all of this stuff. We take that, um, we apply it to a photo vision software, which essentially flattens photos, scales floor plans, um, and um, our architecture team runs it through uh, very critical QA, QC processes. And we develop these plans, takeoffs in about two days. Um, depending on how many floor plans there are, we're doing this in about 36 to 60, 75 hours. Um, we'll ingest what scope, spec, SKUs you do have, and we'll merge that with those takeoffs, put together a leveled bid. Everyone sees exactly the same thing. We're able to go out to bid in a few days. So um, that's sort of the problem we're hoping to solve with the takeoff component of the, of the projects as well. Right. Yeah, so we've talked a little bit about bid leveling right now. Um, and a lot of times we find that property owners will go with the lowest bidder. Um, even if the, the bids are somewhat leveled, people tend to, to lean towards that lower price. Absolutely. So a lot of times those lower bids are somewhat incomplete and lead to future change orders. So how do these accurate takeoffs help with, with future change orders? So once we complete the architectural component of what we're doing on the front end, um, we merge that with scope, specs, and SKUs. Um, we organize scope in accordance with what we refer to as various categories. Um, I'm going to share my screen and show an example of one of these projects. Here's one we've worked on with Global in the past. Um, I took the name of the project out, but um, with uh, with all of this information we're able to ingest, we automatically populate this file here. Um, we start with what exactly the renovation category is, move over to what it, what the scope is, what items we're referring to. So in this case, they're replacing cabinet box sets. Um, we wanna get material and labor pricing. This is all part of the same inventory. Inventory is a fancy way for us to allocate whether or not it's a full scope or partial scope project. Um, and then we describe the, the actual material in as much detail as is provided to us. We have software that allows us to automatically ingest this information, merge that with the architectural takeoffs that, that I was explaining earlier. And, it, and this is essentially the result of merging those two things together. Right. We, provide the, we provide participants with exactly what the unit of measurement is for each scope item. And then we require them to list, we, we prefer a unit of measurement price that then gets populated for every single floor plan. 
Mm -hmm. um, in this case, uh, to answer your question, we don't want anyone uh, you know, overlooking any scope items. This to us is as complete a bid as you are going to find for this property based on, like I mentioned before, let's say we get a Word doc with an outline on it. Well, what about your scope spec SKUs? Or sorry, your specs and SKUs. They share with us an Excel file with a picture and a description of everything. All of that gets put together. We make sure we get as much clarity as possible uh, where things are outstanding. And where, say, there's an alternate request for an as-needed improvement, we just add that to our Alts tab here. Um, and when people are bidding, we require that they either submit a cost of zero or a simple INC. You can kind of see the note here. And if they don't have that, they're not. Their submission is not accepted. A lot of this is done through Google Sheets. Um, we have a great engineering team who's worked to kind of get us out of Excel into Google Sheets. It's an extremely effective way for us to uh, require acknowledgement on the part of all actors involved that they've read, understood, and bid the scope. We don't want to change how people bid. Methodology is not as important to us as an apples to apples comparison. Um, so let's just say one guy likes to bid countertops by having broken out material and labor. Let's look at the countertop scope here. Countertops is a uh, white quartz, 3CM. Um, overall, we try and, you know, people are trying to target, let's say an 82 number for that, $82 a square foot. So they're gonna throw a 40 and a 42 in here. Mm -hmm. Their weighted average per unit gets calculated. If this looks right to them, let's just say this uh, countertop number at 2,700 bucks works, that's great. Otherwise, just throw that in the 82 and zero out the other one, you're allowed to submit. We don't wanna okay. change the way bids are evaluated. We just wanna change the fairness through which they're reviewed by people, submitted by people, and give the owners an incredibly detailed approach to making an educated decision as to who wins the job. Right. Yeah. So when when global, I think another uh, we're com uncovering a lot of challenges here for us compared to others. But when we use Taylor Bird, we tend to have a an extremely accurate bid. Um, however, not every other GC is using Taylor Bird and getting those extremely accurate bids. So how can a property owner understand the value that we're providing in a bid compared to someone who's just doing this all by hand and maybe making some educated guesses on measurements, counts, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, well, to us, uh, the, the scenario you are laying out would be that Global comes to Taylor Bird, Global tells Taylor Bird, we'd like for you to prepare this project for us and you go out to an ownership group who hasn't engaged us. That is. Um, that's a that's a not the most common circumstance for us. Typically, right. when Global's working with Taylor Bird, we've been engaged by an owner, okay. and we go out to five of our in-network contractors. Let's just say it's a Denver-based job. Global's one of our best Denver-based contractors. They're definitely going to be getting the opportunity to participate there. They're seeing exactly the same thing that every other contractor is seeing. Down the street, another owner who hasn't engaged Taylor Bird comes to Global, asks for a bid and global wants to submit through Taylor Bird. What we found 
is that the quality of our product, the level of detail that's being submitted, and especially the architectural uh, the architectural shop level drawing plans that are uh, corresponding with your bid are enough of an incentive to ownership groups to engage further with global. Um, think, of, think of it as not just a bidding tool, not just a marketing tool, um, but a sales approach to be able to sell yourself as um, a not just someone who has a history of executing well on projects, but a thorough and extremely efficient, fast understanding of the property before anybody else has stepped foot on site. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I cannot, I can't vouch for owners in terms of what they want to do if someone were to come in, write on a piece of paper, um, underbid the job, and uh, <laughs> instead of what, instead of taking what Global has put down and submit it. Um, but in our experience, kind of uh, running projects in reverse like that, um, the quality through like the quality of our product that's being submitted is enough to at least get you in the door. Um, and get you on site, be taken seriously as a finalist for that project. Okay, yeah. So let's go back to the kind of the the main option that you're seeing, where a property owner comes to you to receive equal bids from all of their general contractors. I'm pretty sure is Cole Rich one of your kind of golden yeah. boys for for that. So uh, let yeah, they're a, they're a great customer of ours. Yeah, so let's talk about Cole Rich then. If they came to you and requested takeoffs to send out to three to five general contractors, what kind of benefits are they seeing from that? And and how close are are the three to five bids that they're receiving from general contractors? Okay. Um, so just as an example in general, um, they're coming to us for, yes, takeoffs. They're also coming to us as a, as a bidding tool. Um, and, and, and our product, the way I try and articulate this, it evolves from a bidding tool to a project management tool. Um, so you have a couple questions in there. Um, they're coming to us to bid. We go out to three to five GCs. Everyone sees the same exact thing. Shop level drawing details. Um, all the takeoffs are exactly the same. Everyone bids on exactly the same scope. Bids are submitted to, to Colrich, for example, in under two weeks. Um, they haven't had to do much more than just provide us with detail on the project, the property address, the rent roll. If you give us that, we have everything we need to get them hard um, leveled bids in about nine to 12 days. Um, now, um, from there, they're able to recognize, to your point, who's taking this process seriously, who do we trust, and yes, who's most competitive in their numbers. Typically, the field gets narrowed at that point from five to two. It's usually a mix of those, of those qualities that I just mentioned. I trust these guys, their bid looks great, they might be a little bit higher, and then you have this guy over here who's $1,000 cheaper per, per unit. Um, those, those folks are then invited to walk the site, mark up our drawings, provide us with any variance they find for any renovation component throughout the unit, all of which is covered by our walk sheets. And then once we get that, we update your final takeoffs. You have the opportunity to, to interview with the ownership group um, and they make a, an extremely educated decision as to who the winner is there. It is often the low bidder 
Um, I am very happy to report though that that is not always the case. Um, you know, especially recently, um, trust is an extremely important component of what we're building with our customers, what we're building with our operating partners like Global. Um, it's really important that the folks who are selected to 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 run the job are are going to execute based on what they've provided. So what what ownership groups will see is um, a level of detail in any sort of questioning, any sort of comment that's made on the bid, things that are realized on a site walk, and it instills a sense of confidence in them to to make that selection. Now, what we're promising to the ownership groups is not just that piece of it. But also what we find for the most part is that there's a cost savings purely driven by transparency. If you're going out to five people and you're not giving them the ability to hide little things in their bid behind a letterhead and you're giving Global the ability to you know, show off exactly what level of detail they know about the project, um, that, that usually just cross industry is going to lead to anywhere from four to 10% cost savings based on just what they budgeted for the project going into it. it has nothing to do with what you guys are bidding. Um, and that's the second component to what to what we're doing. Instill confidence, build trust. Um, and, uh, and and if, you know, if everything goes according to plan, it ends up leading to, to cost savings. Now on those plans that were marked up, gone into the best and final bid, the next thing, the evolution I talked about before is that this becomes for, for global, let's say, global wins a job, they're on site, they have these final drawings that Taylor Bird had provided to them. You walk into a floor plan, the respective unit of a floor plan, and five years ago in this unit, whoever used to own the property installed a cabinet box. Point to the plans, there's no cabinet box here when we walked. They say, you're right, easy change order discussion. You're no longer going back and forth as to whether or not this was a part of your bid or not. Everything's there for everyone to evaluate. Um, and it completely alleviates that discussion throughout the course of the project. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kevin, I really appreciate you coming on. Is there anything else you want to tell us about uh, Taylor Bird and, and how it's helping streamline takeoffs where property owners can find you? Anything you'd like to share? Yeah. Uh, we are in expansion mode uh, and we're always looking for new partners. Um, we're extremely excited about the product we reviewed today that, um, we've been able to work closely on with you guys and, and future product rollouts, uh, over the next coming year. Um, we are in growth mode and looking to take on more work. We're really excited about what's in store. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're able to publish an email address or something, but we're taylorbird.us. Um, I'm Kevin at taylorbird.us. Always happy to just meet, get introductions and meet new folks. Um, and I appreciate you having me on. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to have you in person, uh, here. Yeah. When tell, tell Eric time. good. Uh, <laughs> I want to come meet the team in person and, uh, I want to check out the podcast studio. <laughs> I know brand new. You're the first one to kind of see it. You it's, look uh, sharp, man. That's, uh, <laughs> that's <you>. cool. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks again, Kevin. We'll, uh, we'll keep in touch with you and, uh, have a good, good rest of your day. Yeah, I appreciate it. Nice to uh, nice to talk to you, Kyle.